This is Today in History, December the 1st. On this day in 1942, during World War II, nationwide gasoline rationing went into effect in the United States. Most gasoline ration cards were A cards, which call for an allowance of three gallons a week. The goal was not so much to save on gas, but to conserve rubber, as in tires, that were desperately needed for the war effort. Also on this day in 1934, Soviet communist official Sergei Kirov, an associate of Joseph Stalin, was assassinated in Leningrad, resulting in a massive purge. And in 1941, Japan's Emperor Hirohito approved waging war against the United States, Britain, and the Netherlands after his government rejected U.S. demands contained in the Hull Note. Also on this day in 1955, Rosa Parks, a black seamstress, was arrested. There were designated separate seating areas for blacks and whites. And during the peak hours, if the white area filled up, the bus driver could instruct that blacks stand and give up their seats to whites. And that's what happened that night. As more white passengers boarded, the driver asked Parks and three other blacks to give up their seats to whites. Mrs. Parks refused and was eventually arrested. She later recalled that she had refused to stand not because she was physically tired, but because she was tired of giving in. The incident sparked a year-long boycott of buses by blacks. Today is the birthday of trailblazing comic Richard Pryor and actress and singer Bette Midler, along with golfer Lee Trevino. On this day in 1992, a judge in New York sentences Amy Fisher to 5 to 15 clams. I went to hit her again, and the gun went off. Amy Fisher gradually fell in love with Joey Buttafuoco and became increasingly jealous of his wife. Eventually, the 17-year-old Fisher shared with Buttafuoco the idea of murdering her. According to Fisher, Buttafuoco helped her plan the shooting and told her about his wife's habits and when she was usually home. With the aid of Peter Giganti, Fisher obtained a 25 caliber pistol and then went out to steal a set of license plates from a neighborhood car. Then, back in May of 1992, Gigante helped Fisher put the license plates on his Pontiac Firebird and drove her over to Buttafuoco's house. Fisher later explained to police that she had expected Gigante to carry out the shooting, but he refused. When Mary Jo Buttafuoco answered the door, Fisher told her that Joey Buttafuoco was having an affair with Fisher's imaginary younger sister, providing a t-shirt advertising Buttafuoco's auto body shop as proof. The conversation lasted about 15 minutes, but then the Mrs. Buttafuoco became increasingly angry with Fisher's claims. She finally told her to leave, then turned her back to go back in the house. Fisher then produced a gun, struck Buttafuoco in the head with it, and then aimed at her temple and fired. Buttafuoco fell to the ground severely wounded. Fisher dropped the shirt and the gun and ran towards her car, but Gigante told her to take the evidence with her, so she ran back to retrieve both items and then fled the scene. Neighbors called 911 and came to Buttafuoco's aid. She was operated on all night, and although she's unable to remove the bullet, the doctors were able to save her life. When interviewed by police, Joey Buttafuoco told them that Fisher could be the shooter. Police detectives then got a hold of Fisher, and when Mary Jo Buttafuoco regained consciousness the next day, she was able to finger Fisher from the photo. Fisher was arrested and charged with attempted murder, and on this day, sentenced to prison. Joey, he, he knew me. 
casually for about a year. He knew the relationship I had with my father. You know, my father would yell at me in front of people. Mm -hmm. He knew I was vulnerable. And I think that he prayed... You were going what? Vulnerable. Vulnerable, okay. And I think he preyed upon my vulnerability. The Long Island Lolita Caged. December 1st, 1992. On this day in history...